Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to the Sports Psych MDs podcast. This is episode number 20. We're closing off 2019 on the high note. Armin and I are extremely grateful for everyone that tunes into our podcast and checks out all the different social medias we have out there at Sports Psych MDs. But what if I were to tell you that there's one simple thing that you could do by yourself that will allow you to be happier, be more resilient, sleep better, have better physical health, mental health, make you be a better teammate, make you perform better, and you could do all this by yourself. Well, that's what today's podcast is about. It's about gratitude. And what is gratitude and how you could easily implement that into your daily practice? And what's the science behind it? We're going to go into detail about all these different things. We're also going to talk about LeBron James. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Well, he did a recent interview with ESPN where he talked about using this Calm app and implementing that to his everyday practice and the importance of mental fitness and how that was the missing piece to him becoming a champion. So I'm super excited about this podcast. Let's go ahead and jump in. Buckle your seatbelt, strap down those reindeer, do what you got to do. And thanks as always for tuning in. You ready to record? I think so. I think so, man. Hey, look, I was born ready. We were born ready, right? Coming to a close. We were made for this, man. This is, uh, wow. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Sports Psych MDs podcast. 2019 is coming to a close. It really is. And I think this is going to be our last episode of the year. It's going to be, unfortunately, the last one. But, man, it's only the beginning, really. Right, number twenty, two zero. Two. Oh, that's a good way to end off the year. Zero. Yeah, and uh, next year will be <laughs> the year twenty twenty. So, and guess what? We are so thankful, so grateful. Oh, I'm extremely grateful to be able to celebrate uh, this time of year, the holiday season, with our listeners. So, Tori, tell me what you think about gratitude. What, what comes to mind when you think about the word gratitude? gratitude, grateful, uh, thankful. Yeah. This is that time of the year where, you know, I mean, most people are going to be getting a little bit of time off of work. Most people, you know, have at least one holiday to celebrate. And the holiday season usually means family time. You know, it usually means like a time for giving and sharing. I think most importantly, a time for reflecting right over the year. Yeah. I think if you're fortunate enough, you have an opportunity to take a step back, think about the past year, be grateful, be thankful. This is what this podcast is going to be all about, gratitude, being grateful. And it is the season, like Armin said, to express gratitude. But what does that really mean? I, me growing up, when, when we'd go around the dinner table at Thanksgiving and say, what, what are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? Uh, family, friends, and faith. That's kind of rinse and repeat. Love it. And yeah. everyone kind of preaches this every holiday season. It's good for you, right? It's easier to be thankful or grateful after something negative happens, after mm-hmm. something bad happens. Think about a, a cancer patient going oh, through yeah. chemo and then they go in remission. They become extremely grateful for simple things like the taste of food or being able to just sit with family and friends and talk. Yeah. You know, um, but and that's great. What we're trying to say today is 
Maybe we should implement being grateful and, be, and having gratitude into a daily practice or a weekly practice. Why not? Because we're going to talk all about the science behind it, the biology behind it, the history behind it. And, uh, and how it can be actually really helpful for athletes. Oh, yeah. Extremely helpful for athletes and athletic performance. Gratitude is a very powerful word. And, you know, the reason why we decided to make this the central theme of, of this podcast, podcast number 20, is because it's, it's one of these rare, rare words that we have in our language that has like multiple meanings, right? And, and sort of exists and functions on so many different levels. And the, the only real way to, to, to define it is, is it's, it's a virtue, right? It, it's a virtue. I mean, it's, it's just one of these, um, you know, these words that, that has so, such power and such meaning because when, when you are able to, to capture and harness it, right, as you said, into like a daily or weekly practice and, and you start to really extract its benefits you realize that, you know, it, it just sort of unlocks so, so much power you didn't realize you had. Oh, yeah. And there's so many different ways you can express gratitude. You can apply it to past events. So you can be like, I'm grateful for the way my family raised me. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be grateful for the present. You can be grateful for the, the sun out shining today so you can go to the beach. You can be grateful for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, Arm and I are grateful for this opportunity to, to do a podcast right. and have people actually listen to it. So yeah. y- you can express gratitude in so many different ways. There you and go. what you're touching on real quick is being grateful is an easy practice that ties into pretty much every podcast we've done up to this point. It can be a foundation for resilience, which we touched on a lot. It can be a foundation for overall wellness. Mm-hmm. And that's why we kind of want to wrap, close out the year talking about gratitude. Yeah, I mean, there, there really are, are a few things that you could do that, you know, could just be more transformative. When, when you talk about gratitude, it's not just about being thankful, right? Gratitude is, it's a force, it's an energy that, that happens between two people when, you know, you trust, you know, that someone has your best interest at heart and in mind, and you have theirs at heart and mind. You know, it's one of these things where the evolutions of gratitude, you know, go back to the very beginning when we were just sort of like, you know, hunter gatherers, mm-hmm. right? Oh, even before and, that. Yeah, you know, and and we had to sort of like, right, like barter with oh, yeah. each other. We had to in cooperate. order to survive. We had to cooperate, right? It's like, hey you did this nice thing for me, right? And, and that, that sends sort of this very positive message to me that, man, like this person did something they didn't have to do, right? To help me out. I should, I should return the favor. Oh, yeah. So you know? you're, what you're, essentially what you're saying, there's a biological component to it. It's wired into our brain. Oh, it's absolutely. I mean, we talked grateful. about this before, right? These mirror neurons, yep. right? This empathy, um, you know, Gratitude is really the the cornerstone. It's the driving force behind empathy, right? It's it's that feeling that we get when you know someone does something positive 
to us, you know, we want to return the favor, right? Yeah. I mean, back to hunter-gatherers, if you showed me where some some dope-ass berries were at that I could munch on, I'd be more likely to be like, hey, I got a fire going over here. Absolutely. You want to come let's do it. Let's go. kick it? I got yeah. this. I just got this rabbit. Exactly. Let's feast and let's cooperate. And that's, to your point, people who were more likely to cooperate and get along were more likely to survive that's right. through evolution. And then that kind of, the selfish individual would get shunned. And it makes sense. And nowadays, gratitude or this connection, this ability to work together has even evolved further and gratitude now can not only be me feeling grateful for what someone did for me, but also being grateful for nature, being grateful for for God, or oh, yeah. you can be grateful for things just outside yourself. It's not necessarily just between two individuals. That's right. You know, and, and, and as you kind of alluded earlier, you know, it's for things that, you know, have already happened and for things that will happen, you know, and of course we talk so much about mindfulness right? And we, we had a, a podcast dedicated to it. And having gratitude in the, the moment is really the, the, the basis for, for mindfulness, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and the exercise and practice of mindfulness. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, kind of gratitude rears its, itself, uh, emerges into, you know, so many different aspects of our lives. Um, and so, you know, what we really wanted to do was highlight this because, you know, as a practice, this is something that can be so compelling for athletic performance. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny, man. The other day I was thumbing around on YouTube and I came across this YouTube video of LeBron James. It was an interview he did with ESPN and he was promoting this this new app. And... Um, you know, LeBron has his hands in a lot of different pots and, you know, he's kind of a multifaceted, just sort of business mogul now at this stage of his career. But I had, I hadn't yet seen him promoting any particular apps. Right. So I, I kind of perked up. I was like, okay, you know, what's, what's this about? And, um, during this interview, um, you know, he's kind of going into uh, this this story, which I had not heard him refer to in a very long time, about the 2011 finals. And after losing that championship to Dallas, he said he had lost his love for the game. We talked about that in the adjustment disorder. Yeah, podcast. and and you know, man, like this is um, this is very revealing, and it's kind of interesting, right? Because like. Right now, LeBron's in the midst of a renaissance phase. You know, he's sort of at the pinnacle of his career right now, you know, in year, what, 17, you know, having uh, numbers-wise some of, you know, one of the best performances of his career. He leads the league in assists right now. Yeah, one of the, exactly, one of the best performances of, of his uh, very, very highly decorated career. But yet he's, you know, kind of going back to, you know, 2011 and kind of talking about, like, how he got through that. And to be honest, I, I didn't know. I had not heard him talk about how he got through that before and like kind of, you know, what he changed about his regimen. I mean, everybody saw the difference. Everybody saw the change. Everybody saw the year afterwards, you know, how they ran over, you know, OKC. And then, you know, of course, one back to back, the success that he's had since then and how he clearly is performing at a much higher level when the pressure is on. And he talks about how after that devastating loss, I guess he kind of went through, you know, a pretty, pretty tough period, pretty dark period that summer. And, uh, and his wife, Savannah, introduced him to this app 
called Calm. Okay, C A L M, Calm. All right, and uh, yeah, he started talking about how he learned like breathing exercises and meditation techniques through this app, right? And he started to apply it every day into his routine. And eventually it started to help him learn how to focus better in game situations so that, you know, he wasn't so uh, challenged by the pressure, mm-hmm. you know, the pressure of the moment. Distracted by the pressure. Distracted by that thrown pressure. Thrown off. Um, and, I, and I thought it was great. And then he kind of goes... Further, which here was the part that was really compelling, right? Um, he starts going further into this whole notion of mental fitness, right? And how for him, what really completely changed the direction of his career was when he realized that his mental fitness was as important as his physical fitness, okay? Um, yeah, he says at that yeah. point, 2011, he knew physically he was on top of his game, but he couldn't just get it done alone with just the physicality. He knew he had, there was something missing, and yeah. that's when he, 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 like you said, it he turned his focus to mental fitness. Yeah, yeah, it, it's and um, and he used grounding techniques, mindfulness yes. techniques like meditation, that's this right. calm app. And yeah, I I must say, um, you know, I was I was touched by that story because, you know. We, we talk about this all the time. I mean, there are so many athletes out there that, uh, you know, struggle with an array of mental health challenges. And, you know, and sometimes it's not something that's like so disruptive that you're not able to, you know, get up and go to work every day. And, you know, you're not able to maintain your, your home, you know, as a father, or as a, you know, as a mother, or as a, you know, wife or husband. But, Maybe it's just kind of like making or causing subtle changes in your performance in critical moments where there's like an anxiety, you know, some sort of like inability to, you know, kind of like prevent yourself from engaging in certain impulses. It's like you mentioned before, like maybe you're you're functioning okay, but you're not tapping into your complete potential. Your full potential, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, these are the, the kinds of things that, uh, you know, simple interventions like a, a mindfulness exercise or can like a gratitude exercise or a gratitude exercise. Exactly. You know, it's it's sometimes all it takes is a little sanding around the edges. Yeah. Right. I mean, some fine tuning, some fine tuning. And um, and for others, you know, you know, it may be a little more intensive. You know, you may want weekly personalized therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, maybe, you know, for others, you may want to actually go the route, you know, of, of a medicine, but whatever the case may be, you know, I, I would say that, um, you know, oftentimes the best remedy is sort of a combination of different strategies, but whatever the case, I just, I really like that we have now, you know, some of the highest level athletes. I mean, you know, LeBron James, mm-hmm. one of the greatest basketball players of all time, of course, Michael Phelps. Oh, yeah. He, he mentioned know. he struggled with depression and yeah. suicidal thoughts, and he's a spokesman for the uh, talk space. For yeah. talk space, yeah, absolutely. You know, we've talked at, at length about, you know, guys like Kevin Love and yeah. DeMar DeRozan, um, you know, and Simone Biles, yeah. you know, various, you know, they, they're actually out front saying, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm getting mental health 
treatment mm-hmm. now. And they're all getting different styles. Different of styles. Mental health treatment tailored to them. And, their and they're needs. all getting paid and they're mm-hmm. all doing well. They're all know, at the winning. top of the game. Yeah, like gold medal after gold medal after, you know, huge, you know, that contract championships. And, you know you know all kinds of awards and i mean it's it's great man it's great because one of the quotes on our instagram page that you know i'm most fond of is you know that that quote about how athletes are our heroes but sometimes heroes struggle too that's a demar Derozan quote yeah. you know and and it's it's just great man um the, to to see that that promotion and that we're psychiatrists um, we've been trained to prescribe medications and do therapies, but the, the, the things we're talking about today are simpler than that. Gratitude, being mindful. Um, they're rooted in psychology. They're rooted in cognitive behavioral therapies. But these are things you can do yourself at home to help improve your social relationships, to help improve your happiness, to help improve your sleep, to help improve your sports performance to help reduce stress, to help be more resilient, to help live a better life. These are tangible benefits that you get. I mean, you've probably heard this your whole life, like you should be grateful for the things that you have. Everyone's probably had a parent, teacher. goes in one ear and out the other. (laughs) Exactly. But there's not only psychological reasons, but there's biological reasons why that actually legitimately does make you more happy. And it has a lot to do with just that helps you change your mindset, being more appreciative of the moment, being more appreciative of friends, family, your faith, nature, anything. That legitimately does help you feel better and lead to better performance. So how does it do that? Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, we got to, man, with the sports like MDs. Who else is going to talk I mean, about it? <laughs> if, they don't, if they don't believe LeBron, Michael Phelps, Dr. Hose and I, we'll give you a little bit of science. So hopefully... That'll help back it up. So there's a couple psychologists. I'll mention one, Dr. Robert Edmonds, uh, the University of California. So he did a study where he had three different sets of participants. One group at the end of the week would write down what they were grateful for that week. One group would write down negative things that happened that week. And one group would just write down things that happened, like I ate pizza last night. And then after 10 weeks of doing this, he checked in with those people. It turns out the people that wrote down what they were grateful for um, noted that they were had more positive emotions, felt more optimistic, and felt better about their lives in general. It, it also showed that they had fewer visits to physicians and they were exercising more. So those were positive, tangible benefits uh, versus the people that were journaling about negative things or just journaling about random things. Uh, there's several different other studies and the Clinical Psychology Review and different journals talking about how being grateful actually does give you these tangible benefits. They also were able to kind of pinpoint where in the brain gratefulness can be helpful for. We've touched on this. Oh, yes. Good old neuroanatomy. Researchers have found that being grateful actually stimulates the reward pathway that we've talked about ad nauseum. Uh, the amygdala, nucleus cumbens, dopamine is flowing through there. So it stimulates that, but it not only stimulates that, it stimulates the part of our brain, like Armin talked about before, those mirror neurons that is responsible for social bonds, interpreting other people's intentions. Mm-hmm. And it also is involved in the hippocampus, which helps us store and retrieve memories. 
all this does is help us feel more empathy mm-hmm. towards each other, feel more connected. Yeah, no, it does, man. And it also uh, has, has this really cool benefit of counteracting negative vibes, right? And negative feelings. So it's sort of like a filter. Yeah. I love that because we, we talk about cognitive behavioral therapy all the time. We focus on negative cognitions or essentially when someone has like thinking traps, they're always in their own way, whether it's because they're a pessimist, they always see the negative of everything. Yeah. And this essentially, yeah. gratitude is a way to flip the switch on that and see the bright side of things. That's right. Instead of looking at all the negative things in your life, you're looking at all the positive things in your yeah, life. Yeah, you're looking at all the positive and you're open to all the positive you know and it's a feedback loop. it's a feedback exactly right? because when you're when you start seeing the positive you actually start having more positive things occur mm-hmm. right because then you see more openings so when you start when you when you meet someone and you think to yourself i think they might like me then you're more likely to ask them to hang out and that mm-hmm. may lead to you having a great night with someone or meeting someone new that you develop these new relationships and new bonds and maybe mm. you you start doing a new activity this, with this person or maybe this individual's your teammate. Yeah. Yeah, nerds would refer to this as like promoting pro-social behavior. Oh yeah. And that's important <laughs> in team sports, which we talk a lot about here is this Pretty much guys like us. Being great grateful and having showing gratitude is going to make you feel more connected to your teammates. Yeah. And that's always going to make yeah. you work better as a team and you're going to be a better team. The Warriors are probably grateful for each other up until the point that they weren't. <laughs> yeah. There's there's other substantial things. Um, there's actually been studies that show that grateful people are more likely to take care of their health. Wow. A small example, if you're more of a grateful person, maybe you live in Indiana and the weather's crazy, but one day it's sunny out and you're grateful that it's sunny. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to go jog. I'm going to go for a run. Yeah. That's a way that being grateful can make you exercise more and there's studies that show this and guess what that's good for your longevity that's good for your health who doesn't want longevity and health yeah and we talked about how it increases happiness it reduces depression because you're you're focusing more on that happiness there's so many benefits and you know the calm app we talked about that lebron mental fitness you know we've talked so many ad nauseum uh over the course of these 20 episodes about resilience. And so we feel and we envision gratitude as sort of being this culminating point, mm-hmm. right? This culmination of all of these great things that that we have described for you guys, you know, over the, the four months that we've been together, well, a little over four months, I guess, maybe, whatever. Um, it comes down to the fact that you, know, you put all all kinds of hard work and effort into something, right? And then you see it pay off, right? And you see the fruits of your labor. And if you don't stop and take a moment to smell the roses and to be mindful of what you have, what you've accomplished, right? And what blessings you've been given, then it's going to be that much harder in the future to really reap the benefits. I love that you're saying that because if you don't take a step back and take stock of your accomplishments and pat yourself on the back, you gotta reap the benefits. You're never gonna feel fulfilled. 
It's mm-hmm. you're going to be on to the next one, on to the next one, and you're never going to feel content and never going to feel fulfilled. So that's why in our society, it's it's kind of if you've ever thought about like why do we have graduations? Why do we why do we celebrate? turning 18 why do we celebrate high school graduation college graduation uh, med school graduate white why do we have a white coat ceremony um why is it important to celebrate no one knows what a white coat ceremony is no. <laughs> that's when you get your stupid little <laughs> short white coats the first day of medical school it's extremely embarrassing but yeah. there's there's these celebrations that are kind of built in as traditions you get married that's a big celebration um but they're there for a reason because it's important for you to celebrate milestones, to celebrate accomplishments, to be grateful. That's, that's, right. that's us being grateful for our accomplishments, for the, the loved ones to come and share that Reap gratefulness with harvest, us. the harvest, man. You know what I mean? Like, gosh, that's the thing. It, you, you said it, fulfillment, right? Everyone is always talking about, you know, I want to be happy. I hear that all the time. I just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. You don't make me happy. I hear it all the time. This doesn't make me happy. And man, I'm not successful. If only enough, they knew. My relationships aren't satisfying enough. You've heard the expression happiness comes from within. We all have. But I don't think we all knew what they were referring to when they said from within. Well, this is exactly what they were referring to yeah. right here gratitude. Yeah. And it's hard to do this day and age. Because you're inundated social media where you should have a dream job, lots of friends, have all these crazy traveling experiences, eat the most delicious food. If you've ever been on Instagram, it's, it's, you're inundated with this stuff. You're, you're made to seem like you need to have this conventional attractiveness as well. Gotta have it. You have to live up to some, something that you don't have. You're, all, you're constantly inundated with things that you feel like you don't have and you're lacking. So society is almost, in, in a certain way, is pushing us towards not being grateful mm-hmm. and being kind of envious of what we don't have. That's right. And that leads to disappointment. We want to flip the script and be grateful for what you do have. Yeah, and all it takes is just inviting in a little someone named gratitude. Mm-hmm. Just open the door. It snowballs from there. You invite someone over, you hang out, you're happy, you're more likely to hang out with this person, meet new people, ooh, and new connections, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, gratitude also helps you sleep better. We had a whole podcast about sleep. Yes, we did. We, we, everyone knows how important that is for your well-being and for sports performance. Yeah. In this same video that I mentioned with LeBron James, he actually, uh, after talking about mental fitness with Calm, he went on to say how critical sleep has been to his success, you know, his longevity. Didn't he mention he does the Calm app like right before he goes to bed? That's exactly what he said. And that helps him get into that nice REM sleep. He mentioned REM sleep too because you need yeah. that deep but sleep. But he also said deep sleep yeah. and then REM sleep. So he clearly did not listen to the sports like MDs because yeah. he would have known that deep sleep is actually not REM sleep. Deep sleep is the restorative stage mm-hmm. three slash four. Yeah, they simplified it from four to, to three stages. Yeah. But then you got the REM sleep. But both REM and deep sleep are very important. And shout out to LeBron for helping move the cause forward, mm-hmm. mental fitness. And gratitude helps improve our self-esteem. That's and right. There's all, if you just search gratitude in sports or the science behind gratitude, we'll have some links up on our Twitter page. Check it out. Um, there's a lot of 
evidence behind this, how it helps. And one of the ones, and we touch on resilience all the time, there's actually an article or a study from 2003 published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology that gratitude was a major contributor to resilience with regards to PTSD. There it is. With regards to post-traumatic stress disorder. But people who, who struggle with PTSD, the people who are more resilient that can overcome post-traumatic stress disorder, they've noticed that those individuals usually share high trait gratitude where they can see the bright side of things. Mm. They can find out what they're grateful for. Because it's wow. e- when negative things like happen. Like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah. When something bad happens, it's so easy to fall in that trap to think that the world is a horribly unsafe place. But if you're able to see the good in it, like we've talked ad nauseum, it cycles on itself. It feeds back on itself. You say Mr. Rogers? Won't you be my neighbor? Tom, did you see the movie? Tom Hanks? I, I want to see the movie. I used to watch it as a kid. I didn't, it was one of those things like I didn't, I don't remember like watching all of it. I just remember kind of like watching like the beginning. I remember yeah, it was like very heartwarming and, and I don't know, it was sort of like, it, it always made me feel good and I really didn't know why, but now I do because Mr. Rogers was all about gratitude. He was. He was all about he gratitude. He was so positive and so, so positive. nice and so empathetic and warm. Yeah. I don't. I want to see the movie because I want to. I imagine there's no one he got, no one he didn't get along with. How could you not get along and with Mr. Rogers? It's interesting because usually TV personas, there's always like a dark side or a dirty side. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's something guys. going on, you know, behind the scenes, you know, with you know. But you know, it's nice to imagine that maybe there is kind of like a, you know, a unicorn out there who's just like a really cool old guy that lives next door that likes to invite kids over yeah and chat you know Just about be grateful. I, yeah, if you think about grateful. all the, the the bright glowing personalities and, and people that you want to, and the people with the infectious personalities that we want you want to be around in your life i bet those individuals are all grateful individuals and we're not necessarily talking about some obnoxious person who's who's grateful for these superficial things like a like a brand new car or nah you know maybe that's a good way to start for someone who has never practiced gratitude or gratefulness before you start with simple things like i'm grateful for this cup of coffee that i got from starbucks today i don't normally treat myself but you you want to progress to more fruitful things progression exactly yeah i like the way you put that you know because i think extrinsic rewards I think those are nice and I think that, you know, those are definitely like signs of the, you know, the fruits of one's labor and if you've worked hard then, you know, absolutely you deserve everything that you receive. I just think that to your point about progression, you know, I think that when we're talking about gratitude, I think that intrinsic rewards are the things that that are just kind of more of like a sophisticated, you know, way of appreciating gratitude, you mm-hmm. know, is understanding like the intrinsic value of things and, and how yeah. like, for example, it's the reward of like seeing someone that you helped in some way doing better in life, right? Yeah. Or like, you know, if you're an athlete, right? Like, 
you help out a, a teammate that's struggling with something, you know, like maybe you have a teammate that's, you know, struggling with their shot, you know, they've been in a slump, you kind of like sit them down and you, know, you kind of show them some things that you've been working on that, you know, you know, kind of gets them going again. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, like they're playing well again. Yeah. It might know? be just the opportunity to, or the, being grateful for the opportunity to be a teammate. Yeah. And to sit with that person. Maybe not you're not necessarily doing anything specific. But what you're touching on is being grateful for the simple things, the the things that connect to our biology, being grateful for for nature, being grateful for friendship, being grateful for a roof over your head, being grateful for food, for for water. Being grateful for the simple things are, are ultimately gonna be something that's gonna enrich your life even further. Yeah, I mean and it's checking in, you know, it's checking in Again, stopping to smell the roses. That's a saying for a reason. It's a saying for a reason. All all these little things that we've been hearing since we were kids and went one ear and out the other, they actually are rooted in psychology and evolution and biology, and they have a real meaning behind them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when you take stock in all that you have, it makes you much less likely to feel that you have to have all these other things it makes you realize, hey, look, life's not so bad after all, right? I mean, yeah, sure. It'd be nice to to have that, you know, that new shiny, you know, fill Maz- in the blank. Yeah, right? you start, well, maybe you want the new shiny Porsche, but then you want yeah. the Maserati, I mean, and then you want the it, Ferrari. It's nice, and- it'd be nice. But man, that that Benz is pretty nice too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, you know, that, that Beamer's not mm-hmm. looking too shabby, yeah. you know? Um, or it's like, I got one championship, mm, right? Maybe I want another one, or a third one, or a fourth one, or I want f- not five, not six, not seven. Yeah, here we go with the hate. You, no, no yeah. I'm just saying, like, no, no, I'm just best. <laughs> I know, I understand, but but yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I think LeBron was trying to convey in this in this narrative mm-hmm. about why calm was so transformational for him was because I mean that is how he went into the 2011 season right he put on full display you know for for public consumption a person that wasn't very good at practicing gratitude you know Uh, that statement that he made which so many reporters so many media sources have replayed over and over and over again right to just basically call him out and say, hey, LeBron, what happened to the not one, not two, not three, not four, right? And and, and he's had to live with that. Yo, and guess what he did? <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. He he went from viewing what he doesn't have and what he wants, seven championships, to reprioritizing, being more grateful for having the opportunity to play a child's game. That's right. To represent his city to represent Northeast Ohio. That's right. And what did he do? He went from wanting, claiming he was going to win seven championships to saying, nah, I just want one for my, my hometown. His entire narrative has changed. If you really, you know, follow the, you know, his career from the beginning, you'll see a, a, a guy that really matured tremendously. You know, early in his career, you know, it was all about the chosen one. Right, it's all about being this guy that was destined, like oh, the, it's you know, tattooed like the, on like his the, back. Like the the league owed him 
the legacy of Michael Jordan. Like the, he was the next next guy, next in line, right? And it's like, no, nah, son, you got to earn mm-hmm. this, you know. And he and he, but he under he he learned that right through you know having to to go through things, having to go yeah. through challenges, having to lose. But in the end, he came back stronger, right, and more resilient because he understood that it was all about gratitude, right? And all about, look, like I can't be worried about all these other things, you know, all these other people and what all these other people are saying. It can't be about just wanting all of these things if I haven't really done all that I need to do to get my body and my mind right to then be prepared in the right way to be a champion. He had to to do that inventory, man. He had to take a look and say, hey, where am I? Where am I really? Mm-hmm. Who right? am I? Do I, know, I? I know who I want to be. I know who everyone else expects me to be. Mm-hmm. But who am I really? Yeah. Right? Who am I right now? Yeah. Right? And part of that was not defining himself right. by his accomplishments, by his titles, the number of titles he is now defining himself by something different, by his own definition, mm-hmm. which I think that speaks to a stronger sense of self. And oh, it's amazing. It, I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it's really incredible because I think a lot of guys never really make that, that transition, never really get to a point where they truly understand what it's all about, you know, why For they're them. really there. And it's not because it's not really always, it's not really about you it's about something bigger than you, right? And I think that that's what all, all athletes and, and frankly, you know, all of us have to really understand about, you know, having a calling in life. Yeah, I right? think what you're saying is when you become grateful, you take more control in who you are and how you define yourself. And your destiny. Exactly. So how, for our listeners, how to... How do you cultivate gratitude? Because for some people, it's really easy to be grateful and it makes them feel better instantly. For some other people, it's really difficult. So, because there's a spectrum here. Some people, it's called trait gratitude. Some people can really benefit from gratitude right off the bat and are just naturally more grateful. And some people, it's difficult for that. That's your natural pessimist who kind of always sees things negatively. But you can flip the script. And how do you do that? Well, you can make a gratitude journal once a week, jot go. down five to 10 things that you're grateful for. Maybe it's a cup of coffee. Maybe it's because Wednesday it was sunny and you got to walk in the park. Maybe it's because your girlfriend or boyfriend did something nice for you. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you're happy for the opportunity to just breathe. As simple as that. Just it's just jot down five to 10 things. As that. Maybe write someone a thank you note once a month. Write your boss, hey, hey thanks for, for getting coffee for the break room. I don't know. That's something helpful. Sure. Um, maybe thank someone in your head. Maybe you don't even have to say it. You can be like, you know what? I was really thankful for the cashier lady that smiled at me mm-hmm. today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's about acknowledgement, you know, yeah. it's just about, it's about, you know, the recognition, yeah. you know, of, of, of that, that positive mm-hmm. value. It has a lot to, like, you don't necessarily have to do this with another person. Like what LeBron James does, meditate. That's being mindful in the moment involves focusing on the present moment without judgment. And that means you're being grateful. 
It's yeah. as easy as sitting out in the sun and being grateful for the warmth that you feel underneath the sun yeah. or the breeze that you feel in the park. Yeah, you know, and, and the great thing about these techniques and exercises is that they can be taught through therapy. They, be, they can be learned oh, yeah. through that, through the, you know, through therapy, therapies like CBT. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, ACT. Acceptance it, commitment therapy. Uh, and, um, you know, a few others. What about this? And I know you did this as a kid and I did it as a kid and you don't realize it at the time that you're, it's a gratefulness practice. And a lot of you out there probably did this prayer. Mm, What is prayer? Wow. Prayer is a, is a way of being thankful. Yep. Most people when they pray or a lot of people when they pray, you go through all the things you're thankful for. Absolutely. You know, you count your blessings. So that, that's something that we talked about these traditions that are already built into our society and different religions gratefulness is already built in there and there's a reason for that Mm -hmm. because people know these aren't just like mind-numbing or mindless traditions people have passed down from one generation to the next there's a reason why these things stick there's a reason why prayer is so powerful oh yeah and a lot of that has to do with that gratefulness mindset it's a spiritual energy you know and if you don't love the word spiritual how about moral i mean it's it's a moral energy it's a moral wellness yeah it connects you with something greater than yourself absolutely whether that's nature whether that's your faith whether that's a higher power whether that's your friends whether that's anything yeah and you know i i think that any great uh sports psychiatry you know or sports psychology program you know that obviously it's gonna be focused on mental performance mental fitness, mental resilience, you know, and building these, these things, right? I think gratitude and, and helping the athlete learn to practice gratitude would be, is kind of a, a cornerstone, a, a pillar of any kind of serious practice, mm-hmm. right? Because there's just so many benefits. I mean, we've talked about it throughout this podcast. Um, and it's, it's, like, it's sort of like free money, yeah, right? It's just like, you don't, there's no real cost, you know, maybe you take a few minutes or whatever here and there, but you know, it's something you, you can just do without having to get anyone else involved, you know, without having to pay for it. And it's so much value. Yeah. It's powerful. Um, it's a powerful practice and it's a simple practice to implement every day. Um, I don't know if there's much more else to say. I no, mean. not at all, man. But, you know, we would be remiss uh, if we didn't take an opportunity to share some, maybe some things that, that we're grateful for with our audience, you know, because, man, 2019, it's been quite a year. Uh, it's, been, it's been a great year. First of all, first and foremost, 2019 is the birth of the Sports Like MDs podcast. <laughs> Definitely grateful for that. Yeah, you know, and um, episode 20, you know, going strong with a bright future ahead. Uh, I couldn't be more thankful. I'm, um, yeah, I'm definitely grateful for this, yeah. this opportunity um, just to sit here and, and do this. Yeah, no, just to, just to the do process. this. To have the, yeah, actually, yeah, definitely I'm, the process. I'm learning a lot. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm hoping that this can, is helpful for other people, but I'm, lear- I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm learning a lot about the field of sports psychiatry. And it's a blessing. You know, I mean, as we've talked about before, you know, it, it, 
medicine is a calling, you know, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I was just led, you know, by forces beyond myself to this field to give, to give back, you know, to give of myself, you know, whatever, you know, God has for me to give, you know, to the world. That's my mission. And, and I just, I feel very, very blessed to, to be doing this, you know, to be doing what God has for me, you know, my destiny. And along those lines, I just want to just say I'm, I am so thankful today. Uh, and I know my, my co-host here, who's also a dear friend, uh, will, will agree with me. Um, we both just found out that, you know, we passed our board certification exam. Uh, We're so, board certified psychiatrists. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of like the, uh, the pinnacle you know, of the specialty. Like the last step yeah. in becoming a full-fledged board-certified psychiatrist is yeah. getting that, that piece of paper it's, after it's that It's a test. big deal. It's a big deal. So so we have that to be thankful for. Just found that out. It just represents the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, the, the, the culmination of all the, the hard work and dedication and the process. We Absolutely. trusted the process. Uh, yes. And I, I also want to say... Um, I am, you know, thankful for, um, well, since we're talking about professional stuff, uh, I will say, you know, I'm thankful for I, my practice, Latitude Mental Health, you know, that's going strong. And I'm thankful that, you know, I'm able to provide something, I think, you know, unique and, and special that uh, is, is really transforming people's lives. You got a pretty impactful uh, Instagram page. Yeah, yeah, there. man. No, for sure. Yeah, we're doing big things. Um, and Generating I, a lot of heat. Generating some heat. Well, and it, there's, a, there's a lot of people out here that their souls are, are hungry, you know, uh, for, for knowledge, you know, for, for just, you know, a message that they can take with them to, you know, just kind of help them along their journey. And uh, that's the great thing about being in mental health, you know, is like, you know, it's not really always necessarily like a life or death thing, you know, it's just about making people feel a little bit better and, yeah. you know, getting people uh, a little bit further along the path. Mm-hmm. Um, Unlocking something new. For sure. So I'll say all that. And then, you know, definitely above all, want to say that I'm so thankful for my family, uh, for, you know, the friendships that I have you know, and just for, man, another day. Yeah. Right. It's beautiful, man. I'm just going to say I'm thankful for, for all the connections I have in my life, the relationships. I think that's the most meaningful thing for me. Um, and my life is, is my relationships with, with people and Mm -hmm. whether that's friends, family, acquaintances, or people I cross in the street, I'm just thankful and grateful for having the opportunity to connect with others and um, the opportunity to strengthen those connections and just to learn more about about other people and about myself and about everything, really. Um, I'm grateful. Sometimes maybe just say I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Do you have to give a specific? No, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> I'm just grateful, man. So you know what? I'm grateful for uh, Dr. Hose over here, Armin. Uh-oh. So uh, 
it's, it's, it's been a fun uh, start to this this Sports Psych MD's podcast. we got big things in store next year. Oh, we do, man. We, it was so much excitement on the horizon, so much excitement. We, we're, we got more interviews in store. That's something I yeah. really want to do is more, more interviews with athletes, coaches, mental health experts in the field of sports psychology, sports psychiatry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be opening up a, a new series dedicated to professionals in the field of sports and mental health, you know, so we're going to liven this up, man. Yeah. We, we want, we want to pull in different people, uh, yeah. experts in the field. We want to, we want to get more listener involvement. We want to we want to hear you guys. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about continuing the conversation, but the conversation is still between me and Tori, right? We want to expand the conversation, right? To include yeah. the audience, Let's get some stuff going. Let's get some some dialogue going on the Instagram page. You know, let's. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm grateful for the Clippers and the Lakers oh. watching them play. I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah, I'm gra- it is grateful. Uh, it is great crossed. to be a sports fan in LA right oh, now. Yeah. I'm grateful for the opportunity to, to see the Clippers and Lakers face off in the playoffs. I'm hoping they both stay injury free. Hopefully, load management does its job. And we get PG Kawhi versus AD and LeBron. That's going to be intense. I'm thankful for the NFL playoffs about to pop off here shortly. Man, there's so much to be grateful for. Oh, yeah, man. Well, listen. Happy uh, holidays. Yeah, happy holidays to you and yours. We love you all, and we're so thankful. We are thankful and grateful. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're grateful for you guys. Um, And so all in unison under the mistletoe. One, two, three, let's end the stigma. And continue the conversation. <laughs> Do you feel me?